Ethos. So have you ever wondered what is the difference between a person who never seems to get any results, they just always seem to be stuck, and the person who somehow can take something and just run with it, and they just get fabulous results? Have you ever wondered what makes the difference? Well, absolutely. And it, it seems like complicated, right? Because there's probably lots of reasons and, you know, what motivates one person or another. But that's a fascinating question. And one I'd love to explore today on the next Simple Step podcast. So Angela, uh, tell me more. How do you, uh, can, and can somebody change from somebody that doesn't get things done to somebody that is a results machine? Like, is that, uh, is, are you born with that or can you learn it? Oh, 100%. You can learn it. And you know, what you said is, oh, I bet that's complicated. But that's the funny thing is, it's actually not complicated at all. It comes down to one particular thing. And you can boil it down to one framework, basically. And this is something I was teaching on in one of my private groups today. And okay. I've been really focusing on it. And it comes down to the difference between the person who gets results and the person who doesn't is simply the mindset shift. Okay. There is one key mindset shift that occurs for the person who is all committed, goes all in, and boom, all of a sudden they're hitting their goals versus the person who's, oh, I'm all in, I'm committed, and ah, I'm still stuck. Ah, I need to figure this out. Oh, yeah. what else do I need? Oh, why am I not getting anywhere? That type of a person. Okay. You've got us all on the edge of our seats here because <laughs> like, I feel like if it's that simple and that's what we're all about here, then why doesn't everybody do this? And so tell us, what is that one shift? I, I will answer that question too. This one simple shift is the shift from focusing only on your results yep. to focusing only on who you're becoming. Mm. That okay. is it. So let me give you a couple examples of what this looks like, okay? Yeah. Because that that might be a little bit too fuzzy without like a real world example. So somebody who only focuses on results, let's take the health and fitness space, okay? Mm -hmm. Someone who wants to lose weight. If you're only focusing on the results, you're only thinking about what did I weigh today? What did I mm -hmm. weigh today? What did I weigh today? Ah, the scale went up. Ah, no, oh, I don't, I'm failing. I'm failing. Why can't the scale move? It's not changing, right? That's the person who's only focusing on results versus the person who's focusing on who do I have to be to lose 10 pounds? Mm. Who do I have to be to lose the next 30 pounds? Okay. Somebody who weighs 30 pounds less than me, what are they doing? Somebody who is super fit and has the body of my dreams, what are they doing every day? Oh, they're tracking their food. Oh, they're working out. Oh, um, they're, they're doing weight training five times a week. Oh, they're doing cardio six days a week. Oh, they're eating protein with every meal, right? Because success leaves clues. And so the person who's focusing on, okay, who do I have to be to have the person who has that body? That's the person who's focusing on habits, processes, sustainable patterns in life how they're showing up and what they believe is possible. And if you're always just like, oh, the scale's not moving. The scale's not moving. Why can't I get the scale to move? Maybe I should try the keto diet. Maybe I should take this magic pill. Maybe I just need more CLA in my life. Maybe maybe I should hire a personal trainer, right? That's the person who's not going to get anywhere. That's the person who's going to stay stuck versus saying, hey, okay, I have this goal. So now what standards need to change? What habits need to change and what process do I need to commit to? And I'm going to commit to that every single day 
and focus on becoming the person who's now the weight and the body I want to be. You could you could take this into any place, Paul, in your life. You could look at finances. You you could take the yeah. same thing. Why am I always broke? Why am I always broke? Right. To the person who's got a lot of money. Maybe they went through a Dave Ramsey course or two or read Rich Dad, Poor Dad or, you know, something. Uh -huh. and, and you can look and you can say, oh, rich people invest their money. Rich people save their money. Right. Yes. And that's the person you're becoming. If you're only focusing on how come I never have enough money, how come I'm only making X amount of money? Right. To becoming the person who, oh, I'm always making this much money because I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Does that oh, make this, sense? It makes a ton of sense. And I loved uh, that quote you said, success leaves clues. But sometimes I think we tend to maybe want to copy a successful person's morning routine, for example, and then we're frustrated and that doesn't immediately equal the result that they're getting. And so tell me, like, it's more than just like copying somebody's habits or somebody's routine, right? And I, I think the key there in what I heard you say was it is focusing on the process, not the destination about like, yeah, the goal you want to accomplish. It's more focusing on the process that's going to lead uh, to that uh, because everybody's journey is a little bit different. There's context, right? Different mm -hmm. people are born with uh, different skills or different resources or, you know, all kinds of circumstantial things. And so you may copy their uh, particular habits or routines and get a totally different result. So you really have to analyze for yourself your your own uh, motivations and where you're coming from, who you want to become, yeah. because no one else is like you. Now, we can learn uh, from successful people, uh, but I, I, uh, I think that a lot of times there's advice, follow your passion, right? And I want to say, like, depends on what you're trying to accomplish, because mm -hmm. we can say you want to be earn a certain amount. You should follow your passion. Well, no, if your passion um, is... I don't know, basket weaving, you may become an amazing uh, basket weaver, but like that's not going to earn you a dime. What you need to learn is the keys to making money, business and investing skills. Yeah. And if that's not your passion, you have to find out like, how can my passion intersect with what I'm trying to accomplish? Right. And Agreed. so the key is like who you're becoming. Uh, you learn from those other people, but it's not as easy as just emulating them. Well, and I know so that's the, not what you said. So right? The goal has to, it has to be goal specific. Right. right. Okay. So, uh, you know, if you're just, if you're saying, well, I want to, I want to be a millionaire, but I only want to be a, a millionaire by weaving baskets. Right. Okay. So that's limiting your playing field a little yep. bit. Right. So yes. that's now eliminate. Now you're going to have to find the one person in this world, or there's probably more than one. There's so many billions of people in this world. Uh -huh. I mean, th there may be a few people who have made millions <laughs> of dollars basket weaving. So what you, right. what do you have to do? I have to go figure out what their processes are, what their strategies are. And there might be more than just basket weaving, right? To make a right. million dollars. You may need to learn how to invest. You may need to learn how to build your own company. You may need to have additional skill, right? But if we're just taking kind of some basic things, like right. I want to learn how to earn more money. Mm -hmm. Well, then you've got to kind of decide within that. Well, how do I want to earn more money? Like, for instance, you and I are both entrepreneurs. Yes. Our paths are very different. But there's some similarities in what we've done. So mm -hmm. you own a franchise. Yes. I trade the market, right? At some point, you went to somebody and said, hey, teach me what successful franchise owners do. Yes. 
because that yeah. was your path. And they and, said, you need to do X, Y, and Z. And so now you're taking, it's called modeling. Right. And you're taking that and you're saying, okay, in order to be successful with my franchise, right. I need to do this every day. I need to know these numbers. I need to have these habits. I need to have these standards, right? Yes. Well, let me give you a real practical example. And actually, a few podcasts ago, if you haven't heard it, you can listen to my interview with the franchise king, uh, Joel Labava. That's there it. There you go. The reason I landed on franchising and ended up buying a burn boot camp franchise because it's, uh, it, I'm passionate about getting healthy and uh, my wife had attended that uh, camp. So I was familiar with it. Um, but the reason I decided to get into franchising was that that's a proven model. I didn't have to reinvent the wheel because uh, if I tried to start Paul's gym, it, you know that's a totally unproven concept. And that's why a good percentage of small businesses fail within a couple of years because they haven't proven the concept. And if you have an endless supply of money, you can try all kinds of things. But you know, if you want to increase your odds, uh, learn from some people that have gone ahead. And so that's exactly right. I, I right. learned from a model. And Modeling. And to give you one uh, to go a little bit deeper, uh, you know, this podcast is heard on the Ethos app and I had this idea for the app. And if you haven't downloaded it, you can do that uh, on uh, your iPhone or Android. And I thought this is a great business idea originally. It's like, well, my, my background, yours is too. In radio, I thought, well, what if I created a radio station, but instead of, you know, actually buying a station, because those are expensive and not sure it's the best investment in 2022. Uh, what if I just create an app, right? Yeah. And then that's called market uh, testing. That's right. You the, did a market test. <laughs> but here's the deal. The test came back negative because yeah, uh, a, a number of people have downloaded it. And if you're one, thank you. Uh, but there's no financial model there. So yeah. I have yet to figure out the business model. So it, it was a passion project and still is. And so I'm enjoying it. But I learned feedback very quickly uh, that uh, this isn't a business yet because uh, no one's paying me <laughs> or you to do it. Uh, we're doing this to share our ideas and and we both uh, you know coach others. And this is a way to be influential. But as far as creating the app, that was uh, a passion project. And so I think it's key to be clear about what your goals are. Uh, and so when I got um, clear about, hey, I actually want to diversify my income right. and uh, and have a business that, that generates revenue, I think um, by definition, it needs to generate revenue at some point to be a business, then you know that's where I'm like, well, I don't have any other ideas. Let me see what's out there. And that led me to franchising. Right. Exactly. Well, you probably could have found somebody who had monetized a pot, you know, their podcast or monetized something. And if you'd wanted to pursue ethos and and go after people who had models for that, that mm -hmm. would have been a way, but you didn't want to, right? Which right. is totally fine, which is why we get to choose the path. If that's no longer a goal for this, but it's a goal for that. Yes. But that's would be the difference between you know why you might say oh this burn boot camp is working better than what i did over here well because i'm doing the model i'm doing the thing yep. and i know what my standards are i know my what my habits need to be and i have a thought i i you already said it's a proven system so in your head you already had the assumption it's going to work right but there is probably i would guess a franchisee somewhere owner right yeah. we won't say it's in the burn boot camp but let's say it's it's a franchisee's owner of a of another gym let's sure. say Maybe Planet Fitness. They or don't something. all work out. Right. <laughs> no, or it's an anytime fitness or For something sure. else, right? And and they're like, ah, oh, this this gym, 
I bet this is going to make me money. Uh-huh. And then they're like, oh, this is really hard. Oh, I didn't know it was going to be this hard. Oh, man, I'm hemorrhaging money every month. Oh, how do I get more mm-hmm. sales? How do I get more people in? What do I do? Ah, I knew this. I knew I would lose. Every time I invest my money, I lose. Mm-hmm. And you become kind of the self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, why? Because you've got to bridge the gap. And this is what I mean by that mindset shift. You have to go from, and that goes back to the results. Mm-hmm. Ah, People aren't just walking in the door because I own the franchise. Ah, I have to figure right. out marketing. Well, I hired somebody and they're not marketing good enough. And, uh-huh. and, you know, and that's focusing on results versus who do I have to be to be this person that can make this successful, right? So yes. you talked to your coach and said, how do I be you? And your coach said, do X, Y, Z, right? Well, and Z. one key distinction the coach mentioned, uh, which is great advice, as far as not all franchises are created equally. Some need you, the owner, to be in the business 24-7. And I talked to some of those, and I'm like, I'm not interested. And you knew uh, that in, wasn't for you. <laughs> in working in a store or a retail location for 18 hours a day. Right. Um, I've got a consulting business that I that I own and uh, need to be involved with. And so I cannot be full-time in a business. And so I narrowed down the focus to, one, something I'm passionate about, mm-hmm. uh, physical fitness, and two, one that doesn't need me day to day to run the thing. Right. <laughs> and so that checked both boxes. That was important distinction because I think some people do jump into opportunities and realize, oh, I like the idea of owning a thing, but now I, I'm tied down to it and I can't do the other things I want to do. So you have right. to be clear about the trade-offs. Everything comes with a trade-off. And for me, I do know there's people that have monetized their podcast and I'm not saying I'm opposed to it. So if you would like to sponsor, <laughs> <we're available. laughs> but, but I, I, uh, I like to get curious and try different things. And so for me, I haven't given up on growing um, ethos uh, and I'm looking for the right partnerships there over the long term. But right. in the short term, I wanted to diversify my income and I found an opportunity and this burn bootcamp was not for sale. We've covered this before, but it wasn't for sale. But all of a sudden, when I started doing my homework and researching and talking to people, somebody came out of the woodwork, now my business partner, and mm-hmm. said, hey, we want to approach the uh, existing owner and ask them if they would sell to us. Uh, and I'm like, that's crazy. I never even thought of that. Let's do it. And it worked, right? And so it was... When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. That's right. And it's like, so do your homework. What does success look like and who do you need to become? You nailed it. I love that. But see, you Uh, were already becoming that person, right? And so you, so success became inevitable because you weren't married to the results, right? You weren't sitting here saying, I'm a terrible business person. I couldn't even make the decisions for ethos that I needed to make. I am, I'm failing. And I no. you were just like, you know what? This isn't a project for right now. I think this is a later Mm -hmm. project and I want to explore this. And you went and you found out who you had to be. And then you married the process, right? You said, okay, so what's the process for exploring the right business opportunity for me? Mm -hmm. Oh, I need to make sure it's a business that it can run and, you know, without me, right? Right. I don't want to be behind the counter making the sandwiches all day or coffee or whatever it is, right? So you were very clear. And then you, you knew what are my habits? What are my standards? Mm -hmm. What are my thoughts? It reflected who you are. And the more closely that these things can we, can reflect who we already are, the faster we're going to get to the results. Mm -hmm. The issue happens when we have a large gap. When you have a big gap, a chasm, it feels like between like, it's the person who says, well, I want to scale to 10 K months, right? Or something like that. Or I want to earn six figures. 
but they're only earning 2000 a month or something like that. And they, and they can't even imagine or fathom, well, how would I, how do I get from here to here? Right. And that's where you have to really invest in. I'm going to find a process. I'm going to learn from somebody who has already mastered this and I'm going to duplicate what they do. And if they do these five things every day, I'm going to do these five things mm-hmm. every day. If they do, if they think like this, I'm going to think like this. And as a, as a coach, right? Mm-hmm. Radio personality, right? And you have, I, you and I have worked together on that, right? Yes. If you were to take a newbie person to radio, and you were starting to work with someone who had never been behind the microphone before. There would be a certain quality. You There would be a certain like milestone or place mm-hmm. you would want to begin. You would start teaching them habits. You would start teaching them standards. The basics. You would start teaching the basics, how to right. think, right? This is how Lisa Williams thinks, or this is how, you know, insert right. anybody you want to, you know, in any genre, right? Like, yes. this is how this person thinks who's really good at radio. This mm-hmm. is how Paul Harvey thought and prepped his stuff. Yes. This is how, you know, you can go through the radio. There's a there's a great uh, video of Michael Jordan apologizing uh, to some uh, high school basketball players. He said, I'm sorry if I made it look easy. Uh, it, it, and the whole thing, it's great. You should check it out on YouTube. The Michael Jordan, I'm sorry. And it goes on for a full minute apologizing. It's like, what you didn't see is... You know, all of the early mornings and the weekends and all the time I spent in yes. gym practicing that's not on television, right? And uh, leading up to the, the games and the glory, he focused on the process of what it came. Now, he had natural talent. Of course, his talent met his passion, but then he put in the reps because yes and no, talent- though. Yes, yes and no, because he was cut. He was told he didn't have what he took. He That's went right. to the gym to do it because it wasn't easy. He kept going after somebody told him he didn't have a future in basketball. Correct. Boom. Can you imagine if he listened to that? We wouldn't be talking about him. It, and He and didn't so, care. He was going to find the way uh-huh. to bridge the gap. And he was not married to the results. Oh, they don't think I'm good enough. I can't right. do this. No, it became... Well, fine. What do I have to do to Love be it. that person? Yes. Tom Brady was the same way. Like uh-huh. I was watching The Man in the Arena um, yeah. documentary and they were like going back through his rookie year. They're like, this guy is not cut out to be an NFL quarterback. Like they were going through all of the things that was wrong with Tom Brady. And he was committed to a you want a guy who's regimen. The reason that he's kind of become arguably the goat of quarterbacks, which I hate to say because I'm mm-hmm. not, I was never a Patriots <laughs> fan and I really don't like Tom Brady, but you know, only because I don't like him because he's too good. But, um, I'm a Joe Montana person. So, you know, you can understand that. Wow. Right? Okay. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> don't but take you gotta, over, you don't recognize, take over my Joe Montana. Yeah. Don't you recognize it. greatness. Really. I do, but you got to hand it to them. He, he's won how many Super Bowls, right? Yeah. He's got how many rings and, and the team he goes to becomes better. Why? Because he's got a process. Yes. Because he knows how to bridge the gap. So when he went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right, they had never won a, a, a almost said World Series. They never won a Super Bowl switching sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he came and he's like, here's the map, right? Here's where we are, and these are the the things that we have to commit to. And the standards that we now need to hold and the way you need to talk to yourself and the way you need to talk about yourself and the way you need to refer mm. to yourself so that you get to the Super Bowl. Because I've done this five or six times. So yes. I know how to do it. And so what he literally did by joining that team was he brought them up to his standard, which was Super Bowl level. 
And that's what we have to do in anything that we're struggling with, whether that's finances. Well, you've got to get to the standard of the person who's really good at it, whether mm-hmm. it's business owners, business entrepreneurship, well, businesses. And one thing I want to add there, though, is we don't just keep reading business books. We actually have to test it out in the real world. You have to change your habits and actually take action. (laughs) And that was my point uh, with, you know, ethos. Put it out in the world. But until somebody is paying me for it, it, it's a hobby. And so with anything you're trying, until you're getting some sort of feedback, you've got to be committed to the process of figuring out how I'm going to get the results I'm looking for incrementally along the way. And so it's progress, not perfection, right? Each day, it's like, who do I have to become? What, you know, one decision can I make today that will help me take one step closer uh, toward the result I'm looking for? Uh, not all the steps to the finish line, uh, one step closer, because life doesn't go in a straight line. You get setbacks. There's all kinds of circumstances out of your control. People will discourage you. Um, You'll get sick. Stuff happens. Life happens, right? And so it's sort of like instead of focusing on maybe the setback, you focus on uh, your commitment you know, to becoming that person and taking the next step from where you are, not where you wish you would be, um, because that's not going to do you any good. Right. But I I like to pose this question. If, you know, a year from now, where would you like to be in that particular goal? And then what's it going to take to get there? Who can I learn that is uh, at that place now? And, you know, can I get to know the process they took? Right. And looking back on today, are you going to regret not taking that one step forward today? And I, you know, it's often said, but you, you underestimate, uh, we overestimate what we can do in a day, but underestimate what we can do in a year. And I know there's different variations in that, but that's so true. Um, and that's why I am so passionate about taking the next simple step, because think about it. If you take one step a day, 365 days in a year, how much closer you will be to becoming that person you want to be. It also means deciding to not do the things that are going, um, you know, to cause setbacks or to cause you, you know, to not accomplish that goal. Cause there's right. trade-offs. Um, and it's part and of commitment is saying it no. is. <laughs> and so, and sometimes it's like, you realize you don't want to put in the reps. You don't want to do the work to get to the goal. Let yourself off the hook. Just Change be honest with it, right? Yeah. Just be mm-hmm. honest. You don't want to be that. And that's okay. Uh, you know, you're still a lovely person <laughs> and you don't have to become You're that. allowed to change. But just, <laughs> I think that's what causes so much stress and anxiety. It's like, we want to have this result, but but we're not really committed to the process. And so then it's like, it's just you know, self denial self yep. uh, you make yourself guilty yep. and it's like well man dude life's too short D- just get curious i guess that's what i'd like to maybe bring this home with is get curious of what it might look like and stop thinking about you know all 365 steps in the next year but like what's one thing i could do that might um put me in the vicinity of somebody that's closer to wh- who i want to become um, and maybe it's looking somebody up on LinkedIn. Maybe it's joining a club or a coaching uh, group, whatever it is. Like what's one step forward you can take today and then tomorrow uh, and and uh, make incremental progress. And then each week, I do think it's helpful to celebrate the wins. Don't forget about how far you've come each week. Uh, if you take five steps forward and a couple steps back, you're still making progress, right? Mm-hmm. And so every day isn't going to be positive, but collectively, you're going to get a lot further as long as you celebrate the wins uh, along the way, find models, 
and make sure that you're not, like you said, not obsessing about the end result, but really about who you're becoming because your goal may get bigger. It may, it may change over time and that's totally okay. Right. Obsess about the process. That's it. Not the little results you're getting. If you obsess about the process and you hone the process like Michael Jordan, it yeah. will become easy. Yeah. And then you will get the results. That's it. Just You just need to keep going and keep committing to that process, knowing that if I just commit long enough and I stay in this and I hone it and I perfect it, I'm going to get there. That you is can, the next simple step. <laughs> well said. If you'd like uh, some encouragement, support along the way, s- send us a text. Thanks for listening to the next Simple Step.